theological pipe. I speak jive. There is a God, and I'm not him. Philippians 4.6 tells Christians to not be anxious about anything, but to pray. Uh, and that's really what the focus of this episode of Theological Pipe is going to be about. Uh, it's going to touch on Roe versus Wade, uh, but it's really going to be more in terms of what believers can and should do in that situation and in any situation we need to pray. So uh, thank you for being here for this episode of Theological Pipe. Glad you're here. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, click that subscribe, comment, like button at the bottom. Um, if you're on Apple or Google or iHeartRadio or Spotify, click the subscribe button. Um, give us a rating, whatever. Uh, but glad you're here. Um, there's a lot that can be said about Roe versus Wade. I caution anyone that's listening to not listen to the politicians and not listen to the media and not react based on what they're telling you. Uh, you know, the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade doesn't ban abortion. It sends abortion back to the states and taking it at, at, at its simplest terms, which I know is probably not the best thing to do when it comes to legal things, but it, it really was the right decision. There's not anything in the Constitution that says anything about abortion. And the Constitution is explicit and really clear that it says things Things that aren't included in the Constitution are kicked back to the states. Now, if you want to include something in the Constitution, there's a process to do that called the amendment process. It hasn't been done. So the Supreme Court, probably rightfully so, kicked abortion back to the states for them to decide. And now you're going to have states uh, all over the map. You're going to have some states that basically ban abortion, uh, and you're going to have some states that just continue to have abortions up until nine months, like in New Jersey and uh, in certain places. They've, they've passed laws that said a woman can have an abortion up until nine months. Um, you know, polls show if you, and again, they're going to have skewed polls, but Polls that have been consistent throughout the past few years uh, says that like 70-something percent of Americans think there should be um, restrictions on abortions, especially after about 14 weeks. Now, I'm not here to argue whether that's good or bad. That's beside the point. What I'm here to let you know and what I think is important for Christians to do in this situation and in just about every situation, talk about you know the wars and the rumors of wars. There's still a war going on in Ukraine. There's political unrest. There's divisions. Inflation is ridiculously all-time at all-time highs. Gas prices are ridiculously high. There's food shortages. There's food plants burning down. There's, um, uh, again, there's economic uncertainty. There's supply chain issues. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Just top Roe v. Wade just is something else to put on top of that. And our response as Christians is something that we need to do. And it's not to jump on Facebook. It's not to jump on Twitter. It's not to to jump and offer our opinion. I think we need to pray. Again, the Bible says pray in all, it says to pray continually, right? Don't be anxious about anything. We need to pray. And I think when it comes to, to, to Roe, versus, Roe versus Wade, yes, you know, as believers and, you know, the Bible says that, you know, God knew us before he formed us in the womb. Uh, there's a great verse in Psalms that says that God knit us together in the womb. Um, you know, that's a baby in the womb, right? And, and again, I don't want to go down the road of when does life begin and, 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 and bog us down into those uh, discussions. What I want to do is, is at least in this instance, you're going to hear those discussions from other people. For this, I want to say, just pray. 
please pray. Um, and I would say, I was thinking of how, how do I pray? How do I pray about this? Or how do I pray for people in this instance? And I'm not saying this is the, the definitive answer, but I think there's three, three ways to pray. Number one, pray for people not even to be put in a situation where abortion is even something that might be a consideration. Right. Pray that people don't succumb to temptation. Pray that people use their heads to think instead of other parts of their body. Right. Pray that you don't succumb to temptation to put yourself in a in, in a situation where pregnancy might result and then you're thinking about having an abortion. So pray that that doesn't happen and and don't buy the lie of the enemy. Don't buy the lie of the world that everyone's going to do it. So that that's just not true. So pray again for young women. Pray for young men to not be doing those things. And again, it takes two to tango. So pray for people to be smart and to use their heads and to be responsible. Okay? Number 2. Pray that if people do fall into temptation, the people do succumb to that, that people do make mistakes and, and oh my goodness, now there's a, a pregnancy involved. Pray that those people will have strength and courage and support from family and friends and churches and people and organizations to where instead of getting an abortion, which ends a life, they would carry it to term and, and give it up for adoption if they can't get married, if they can't have the baby themselves. Pray that they would have those resources available to them. Um, so pray for that. And then the other thing to pray for is if someone does succumb to temptation and if someone does have an abortion, pray that they know the grace and the mercy of God. Pray that, that they're not contemned. Pray, pray that they know that Jesus Christ loves them. Now remember, uh, it's not a cheap grace that we're calling for. Christians need to understand this. You know, people use the thing, well, Jesus hung out with tax collectors and sinners and the worst and the least of these, and he hung out with adulterers. He did, but he always called them to repentance and to leave their life of sin. He said, is there anyone here to condemn you? To the lady who was committed, who was caught in adultery. Is there anyone here to condemn you? And she looked around and said, no. He said, neither do I. And then he said, now go and sin no more. Right? So we want people to repent and start following Jesus. So pray that people who, who do make mistakes, whether it's in the abortion realm or any other realm, pray that they know that Jesus loves them and has forgiven them. They just need to accept it and then change their ways and go and be sanctified and start living for Jesus. So again, there's other ways to pray. There's other things to pray for. There's still going to be political fights. There's still going to be legal fights. There's still going to be a whole bunch of stuff going on. So pray for that as well. But for now, I think if you're looking for a way to pray as a Christian, at least for me, I thought this was, you know, pray that people don't succumb to temptation. Pray that if they do, they have the strength to endure. And then if they do make mistakes and, and make the ultimate mistake, pray that that they know that, that there's still grace and there's still mercy and there's still Jesus Christ there with open arms saying, I'm here for you. I love you. I don't condemn you. And then when you come to him, he's going to say, now go and sin no more. Um, so just something to think about. Again, I, I know there's way more in-depth discussions that people can have about like the legal precedent and, and what happened and how Roe v. Wade was actually probably bad precedent to begin with. Uh, I know a lot of people are putting, you know, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's um, 
picture and stuff and, and saying, you know, that, that, that they dissent from, from the decision. And that's fine as long as it's nonviolent. Um, but even Ruth Bader Ginsburg, if you read some of her stuff, um, knew that Roe v. Wade was, was bad precedent and was probably going to be t- kicked back to the states. Uh, again, there's a process. If people want to fight either way, there's a process to, to, to make it more solid, to even make it constitutional. Um, but it has to be constitutional. It has to follow the laws. Um, and then I guess another thing you could pray for is pray for peace. Uh, pray that morons aren't out destroying things. Uh, pray that, you know, uh, that people aren't out, you know, intimidating um, people that made a decision that they just didn't agree with. You know, it's, it's abortion. They, they, they kicked it back to the States. They didn't outlaw it. They didn't do anything. And, and again, don't buy the disinformation that you hear about polls. Don't buy the disinformation you hear about certain uh, things that were written that says, well, now we're going to outlaw this and that. That's not what it is. Um, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, it kicked it back to the States. And our job as Christians, again, is to pray. And we need to continue to pray. Uh, and I know a lot of people might think that Roe v. Wade being overturned is an answer to prayer. Um, and it, it, it may be, it may very, may, may very well be. Uh, but now what? Right. You still have to pray for people. You have to pray for people that put themselves and find themselves in situations that are, are difficult. And we need to be there to help them, um, you know, one on one as a church, as a country, as, as a world. We need to help people that are in need. You know, Jesus said that, you know, we need to help the least of these. We need to help the people that are hungry, that are thirsty, that are scared, that are um, that are hurting. Um, that's our job is to be salt and light to the world. So be careful how you react. Um you know, be salt and light. Don't be too much salt and don't be too much light because you can blind people and you can too much salt makes food kind of nasty sometimes. Um, but be salt and light, be the hands and feet of Jesus and continue to pray. So um, I guess to, to wrap it all up, that's what I would say is just pray. Um, you know, it's not time. We shouldn't be gloating. No one should be gloating on either side when something goes their way. You should be compassionate uh, and understand that people have different opinions. And, and again, people are subject to a lot of disinformation, again, from media and politicians. And if anything, another thing you can take from this is don't trust the media and don't trust politicians. You know, they're not on your side. They're on their side. They're on their party side. Um, they, they want they have an agenda uh, and they want votes and they want money. Uh, it's not about you. It's about them. So, you know, listen to listen to God, um, do your own research. Um, and, and again, in the meantime, pray and, and, and pray for peace and pray for mercy and pray for grace. Um, and, and it will be okay, you know, and, and so that's that's it. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Just put that in your theological pipe and smoke it. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Well.